0: Welcome to Bearing Point Talks, Ireland. Hi, I'm Madison Duffy, and you're very welcome to the first of our Bearing Point Talks careers podcast, where I will be joined by colleagues and guests to discuss their career paths to date and useful tips they have to navigating, getting a job and following your passion. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by two of my colleagues, Sean Fitzgerald, who is a recruitment manager in Bearing Point. Welcome, Sean. Hey, Madison. How are you?
1: Good, thank you.
0: And David Field, who works with me in the marketing department as a digital marketing consultant. Welcome, Dave. Hi, Madison. How are you? (laughs) So thank you both for joining me, and you're very welcome. So today, both Sean and Dave will give us an insight into how they got to where they are today. They'll be providing us with the advice they would give their younger self, and will also tell us what they like most about their jobs. So big welcome to you both, and thanks again for joining Dave, I'll start with you, if that's okay. So I know you've had a bit of an uncommon path, I suppose, to get to where you are now in Bering Point. Would you mind sharing it with us?
2: Yeah, no problem. Hi, Madison. Um, thanks for having us on. Um, how long do you have for this answer? this answer? I just really as to check. As you want. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, it's probably a bit of an unusual path, all right, but it got us here in the end anyway. Um, so to go back to the very beginning, um, I studied English in university, Uh, The reason for that is because I thought that that would lead me to work somewhere uh, that required like creativity, which is kind of what I was interested in at the time. And um, I realized that that course wasn't really for me. And after that, for the next few years, I just worked in some different jobs uh, without really having like a grand plan or career path in mind. Uh, During that time, I actually moved to Canada for a year and worked there, which is a really great experience. And I arrived back in Ireland in 2012. So you guys probably remember this, but it was probably the worst. um, (laughs) The the dark times of the recession Um, It was really hitting the country. And so it was really just a case when I got back of grabbing whatever job was available. Um, So when I got back, I started working basically as as a store assistant in retail. I was actually working for a shoe company, believe it or not. (laughs) Well-worn path uh, to bearing point. (laughs) And um, in fairness, the company, they were great to work for um they really believed in giving their staff proper training and and opportunities which is something I hadn't really had in other jobs to that extent and to be honest I really kind of bought into the whole um experience and culture that was there um so I quickly moved from part-time sales where I started to full-time to assistant manager and I was store manager of my own store within two years um which in fairness was, was a great achievement um but obviously not without Challenges as well. You know, looking back, it was a lot of responsibility um, for me at that age. Um, and eventually, I decided that it was time for a change, and that's when I applied to Bearing Point. So originally, I actually applied for a role uh, on the Managed Services team, which is sort of part of our technology side of the business here in Ireland. And that was in 2015. And around the same time, I made the decision to go back and to study on a part-time basis, and I chose to study digital marketing at Dublin Business School, which I did for the next four years.
0: Okay, great. Um, Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, I think all of the experiences you mentioned definitely contributed to developing the great skills you have and show in your everyday work. Um, And I might just ask, how did you find studying in DBS full-time while working? I'd say that was really challenging, was it?
2: I thought it would be, but to be honest, once I made the decision in my head to go back, it was more just a case of getting the head down and and focusing and getting through it. Um, So I was studying two nights a week um, after work, um, for, as I said, for four years. And then on top of that, you'd have obviously assignments and study time. Um, I think when you have that kind of, obviously it limits your free time, but that also in a way that kind of increases your focus. And it taught me how to make the most out of the time I had available. It taught me a lot about time management as well. Uh, And really just getting things done because, you know, if I didn't get it done on my one uh, evening free, I wasn't going to get it done full stop. Um, But I really enjoyed the experience. Um, The class were great. A lot of people that were in a similar situation to myself where they had already started working but decided to make a change in their careers. So it was interesting from that perspective as well. Uh, And of course, the material I was studying did relate back to my daily job. So it was great to be able to see uh, improvements there where what I learned in work in Bearing Point could feed into the studies. And then on the flip side then, where I was able to come in with some new kind of um, ways of thinking or learning uh, for Bearing Point as well. So I think all around, I couldn't have been happier to go back and do that.
0: Oh, that's great. I'd say it was really rewarding as well once you'd finished. Um, so Sean, I'll go to you next and I'll ask you the same question, if that's okay. So how did you get to where you are today?
1: Yeah, sure, Madison. Well, similarly to Dave, my journey into the world of recruitment is hardly one-year class as linear. Then again, I don't know too many recruiters whose journey into recruitment has been. I come from a marketing background originally. That's what I studied in my undergraduate degree uh, before later going on to complete postgrads in management and HR. When I graduated, I really wanted to go traveling. But I hadn't two shillings thrown together, so I went out and got myself two jobs, uh, one as a clerical officer in the civil service and the other was in retail. So I was literally working day and night, including weekends for about six months in order to get enough funds together to allow me to go traveling. So then off we went, my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, and I on a round the world trip of a lifetime and meeting up with lots of friends along the way. And when we returned home, it was time to decide what we wanted to do with the rest of our lives, (laughs) given I now had a degree in marketing it seemed only natural that I should try to leverage this by applying for a job in this space. So I met with a recruiter that was hiring for roles in the marketing space at the time. But when I met with him in person, I guess he must have saw something in me that fit very well with the job of a recruiter and their style. So I (laughs) walked in the door uh, looking for a job in marketing and I ended up walking out the door with a job in recruitment and I worked with that particular recruitment consultancy for a number of years uh, received some great training and enjoyed good success there before deciding it was time for a change in direction. I had been doing some research into the role of an in-house recruiter at the time and the similarities and differences between that and an agency recruiter. I reached out to some people that I knew had made the transition from agency to in-house. I ended up developing quite a keen interest in this space and ultimately decided it was for me. I joined Point shortly afterwards, and I guess the the rest is history.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting. I didn't know that. Um, And I suppose it really shows how you can do a full 360 from what you studied in college and then go into a completely different area. Um, And I know you both touched on this and I think it's so valuable um, as well, getting into a company in a role that provides really good training and support. Um, So it's interesting that you both mentioned that. And so Dave, then I'll go back to you. Do you have any advice for someone who's starting out in their career and might be unsure um, as to what path they should take?
2: Yeah, uh, the first thing I'd say is that it's okay to be unsure. Um, You know, I'm probably a fairly good proof of that myself. Um, I was fortunate to join a company like Bearing Point when I did. Uh, while I was working away in my sport desk role, I was also being encouraged to, you know, do various training courses, and um, see what was going on in other areas of the business, and kind of encouraged to take on different roles and wherever there was available work in different projects. Um, I got to join a lot of different groups, like the sports and social committee, for instance, uh, which which is great in Bearing Point, and I became involved in different activities like CSR and also a little bit in some internal communications projects we had. Um, I remember back to the time we did we started doing a monthly internal newsletter that I would have been involved in. Um, and I just found the people, everyone was really encouraging to me around this time and they seemed to generally want me to exceed or succeed and exceed, I suppose. Um, one of the, the um, departments that I worked with was marketing and I felt really gravitated towards that. Because like I mentioned from back in my college days, you know, I was looking to do something that had more of a creative kind of element to it. And so that really appealed to me for that reason. And I would take, you know, basically whatever work was going really. Um, whatever they needed a hand with, I was always offering put my hand up to, to help them with. And and um, eventually that actually worked out for me because I was able to join the, the marketing team then on a, on a permanent basis when a role became available. So just to go back to your original question, um, I definitely encourage people, if they're a little bit unsure about which direction they're headed in, you know, maybe consider joining a company where you will have those opportunities to explore different types of work, where there's different types of um training available. And if you can, you know, join a company that has that strong culture of mentorship, stewardship, um and that have a genuine interest in, in developing your career. Because uh, for me, that was something that was just really priceless when I look back.
1: Yeah, I think it's to Dave's point there, Madison, it, it really is so nice to see someone who comes into a company and has the encouragement and the support to move from one role into another. I think there's uh, lots of examples of that in Bearing Point, you know, finding what you're passionate about, you know, really is very important to the team.
0: Yeah, no, it's great to see. You. And you are such a valuable member of our marketing team. It's mad to think that you ever did anything else. <laughs> oh,
2: thanks. Thanks, Madison.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, And then just to your point, um, yeah, no, I completely agree for me. I always tell people as well, you know, knowing what they don't want to do is as important as knowing what you do want to do. And so I'd say that to anyone who's listening as well. And then Sean, um, do you have any valuable advice then to people who are looking for jobs? So be it either a graduate role or an experienced hire?
1: Yeah, sure, Madison. I guess for me, anyone out there looking for a job, networking is key. Networking now is obviously different than the current environment with most of it taking place virtually as opposed to in person, but it's still a very effective way of making contacts with potential employers. Some good examples of this uh, would be investing time in growing your LinkedIn network, and another then would be attending virtual meetups and job fairs. Another piece of advice I would give is to try find a company that values you for who you are and that is prepared to invest in your learning and development. After that, for me, it's all about having fun. I think the point Dave makes about joining different groups and networks inside and outside of work is key to this, especially as working models are changing. It's important for new hires to get to know people in the organization and to avail of opportunities to grow and learn by by meeting with experienced colleagues and taking part in sports and social events and getting to know colleagues on a personal level. And as I said, having fun along the way.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And I think yeah, being a fearless networker is so important, especially now when everything is remote. Um, it's just really important to get yourself out there. And then Dave, what do you like most then about your current job as a digital marketing consultant?
2: Um, well, Firstly, I'd say it's, it's the old cliche, but no two days are the same. Um, You know, one day I'm working with Leinster Rugby on a new um, social campaign that we're doing with them as innovation partners. And the next day I'm recording a podcast episode with Sean. (laughs) So (laughs) I I know which one is more exciting to me, definitely. (laughs) Thanks, Dave. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, that's just, that's a real life. That's the example of um, yesterday and today, for instance. Um, So there really is, when we say variety, there really is a lot going on at any one time. Um, I enjoy teamwork. I like collaborating. Um, and that sounds like a job interview answer, but I really, genuinely do. <laughs> uh, I really enjoy getting to work with different people, different teams, different personalities. And when you work in marketing, like our sales, Madison, you get to engage with people, you know, right across the organization at all levels and, and beyond that as well. Uh, and then the lastly, I just say, like the most enjoyable days for me, um, in marketing are, you know, those times when you're maybe at the start of a campaign. And you're basically in a room with, with, with a blank canvas, nothing there. And you come out an hour, two hours later, and everyone's buzzing with ideas and inspiration. Um, you know, that whole process is really, really exciting for me. It's also, you know, very democratic because at the end of the day, it's the best ideas will be chosen. Um, and those ideas can come from anywhere, really. And everyone has an equal opportunity to contribute. And in the end, you know, you, what you co- come out with is a, sort of a. A collaborative idea, rather than just one person kind of dictating. I find that whole process and the energy that goes with it, you know, really rewarding. That's a for me, it's one of the best things about working in marketing.
0: And um, yeah, no, the variety is great. I agree with that. And yeah, hopefully we'll be able to be in person now, and um, over the next few weeks to kickstart campaigns. But we've done a pretty good job doing them virtually. Definitely. Um, and Sean, then the same question to you. So, what do you like most then about your current job as a recruitment manager?
1: Yeah, I, mean, uh, I really enjoy that I get to do something I'm so passionate about for a living, Madison. Uh, the impact I get to have and the job satisfaction it provides me with. Also, the people here are some of the most talented people you could ever hope to work with. And the company culture is just amazing. Um uh, I, I really think we have something very special here at Bearing Point. As a company, you know, we recruit right throughout the year all across all parts of the business. So we're always busy in recruitment and we welcome applications. So to anyone listening that's interested in a career move, it's definitely worth checking out our career site. One of the other things I really like about my job at Baring Point Madison is all the great work we get to do around equity, diversity, and inclusion. The concerted effort made to bring more women Into technology and the range of activities we're involved in to promote this, such as coding clubs, attending STEM events, and of course our women women's affinity network.
0: Yeah, no, it's so nice to work in a company with such an amazing culture. Um, And for me, I could definitely see the culture come through so much. Um, As you guys know, my onboarding experience happened at the start of the pandemic, so in April 2020. And you know, I've essentially been at home for the whole time that I've been working at Bearing Point. Um, so it'd be nice to finally get back into the office now in the next month or so and meet everyone face-to-face. Um, although I've met you both in person already, so that's nice.
2: <laughs> hmm. Could I, could <laughs> I just could I- say as well, it's, yeah. it's definitely, it's not by accident, you know, that culture. Um, and I remember my own first couple of weeks in Bearing Point, um, when I was obviously new to the place, people were always made a, a conscious effort to remember your name, to sit with you at lunchtime, ask how you were doing or whatever. Um about your interests. And I have to say, uh, in fairness, um, Sean was probably the best person there for doing that. He always looks after, um, the new joiners when they start. And I always hear that, um, from different people, uh, when they start. So definitely it's not, it's not by accident that we have that culture, you know? Oh, cheers, Dave. Yeah,
0: That's great. And um, so before we wrap up, I just have one final question for you both. Um, and that is what advice would you give your younger self? So Dave, I'll start with you first.
2: Yeah, thanks, Madison. Um, having given this a bit of thought, I think probably the number one piece of advice for anyone at that age is take dance lessons. You might have been thinking about it, but I tell you, the amount of times <laughs> I wish I had done that. Um, I think it would repay itself 10 times over. Uh, but seriously, though, I, I'd say, um, you know, follow your passions and don't listen to those doubts or fears that you might have that sometimes stop you from, from doing the things you want to do. You know, there's there's enough obstacles out there without you adding them to them yourself. Um, and you might not realize it now, but but all your experiences up until now, the good and the bad, you know, they'll eventually help you to get where it is that you want to go. And I truly believe that things have a habit of working out okay
1: in the end.
0: Yeah, no, I'd agree. And then what about you, Sean?
1: Yeah, similarly to Dave, it's a tough one to answer this for me, Madison, but I guess what I would say is You might be graduating or have hit a turning point in your career. You might feel a bit lost and not sure where to go, but go out there and try as many different things as you can. Don't ever feel like you're wasting your time. The process that you'll be going through will shape you into who you'll be. And I'm a firm believer in the, the old saying that everything happens for a reason. So enjoy the journey. And looking back, you'll be able to connect the dots and it'll all make sense.
0: Yeah, no, I'm a big believer as well that everything happens for a reason. Um, and I do think it's so important as well to realize that everyone is on their own journey and moves at their own pace. Um, and although it's hard, you know, don't compare yourself to your peers.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Fully agree.
0: So then on that note, um, I just want to thank you both for that interesting discussion and for joining us today. I hope you guys had a good time.
2: Thanks, Madison. Yeah, it was great. Thanks, John. Loved
1: it.
0: And then a big thank you to everyone who's tuned in. I'm Madison Duffy, and you've been listening to Bearing Point Talks.